All right, y'all, coming in hot today with three market research tips to help y'all get to know your ideal client better for better copy and messaging and ultimately better SEO. Because so often, um, you know, I think we we all kind of fall short in the market research department sometimes, just because there's not a whole lot of clear guidelines, you know, and, and every industry is different, every business is so different, and it's hard to know where to start. So I have three steps for you today with some really practical things in each of those steps. So get ready to take notes and then take these tips and apply them to your own market research. Ready? Let's go. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So funny story, y'all. Back in high school, yours truly, I I was in this class, this marketing class, and we were trying to compete at the state level and do this project, blah, 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 blah. And one of the, one of the projects that I did was all around market research and focus groups. And bless me, bless me, um, my partner and I, for that project, we picked this, we picked this business, we had created this survey and then we got permission, obviously, from the business to go and set up shop on a Saturday that they were really busy and like hand out surveys and talk to people to survey them for some sort of market research focus group thing that we were doing. And in hindsight, I'm like, oh, bless you, Faith. What even were you doing? Because here's two teenage kids handing out these surveys with these like probably very ambiguous, poorly worded questions. Um, and people were so gracious, right? Like they, they talked to us and they filled out these surveys and we used them for our project and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was good. It was a great learning experience, but (laughs) praise the Lord. My market research ability has come very far since then. And I've learned a lot of mistake. I've learned a lot of things, made a lot of mistakes, but I've learned a lot of things that that work, not just for my own business, but having been on the flip side of market research as well. So today we're going to dive into this. And I basically have like 
three sections for you, so to speak, because I have these three steps, but there's like sub steps in between because I want them to make more sense. I want you to be able to literally take this episode and go and create a better market research plan for your business so that you can connect with your person better and then take these strategies and apply them for better SEO and copy as well. All right. So the first, the first tip, okay, that I want to give you, and then we're going to break it down a little bit more. The first tip is I want you to make sure that there's no disconnect between your market research and your messaging. Now there are two subsets to this, so to speak, or two main disconnects that I see. And the main, the first main disconnect that I see between the market research and your messaging is this, is there's often a disconnect between where you are in your journey and your knowledge and where your people are. Now, this can be, you know, like think of it on a much smaller scale, but think of it as like, we've all been around a doctor or a veterinarian who they are absolutely brilliant, right? But the way that they speak and the way that our brains understand two completely different things, right? And they may know what they're talking about. They may be the absolute best in their field, but they can't communicate it to us on a level that we understand, right? Versus the doctors or the veterinarians. I spend, I spend a lot more time with the veterinarian than I do with the doctor. I'll be real. Um, (laughs) um, but, but versus the doctor or the veterinarian who is like, they put things in normal people language and they're, they may be communicating about the exact same thing, but they're able, there's no disconnect, even though they have years of schooling and years of practice, there's not that giant disconnect, that giant canyon, so to speak, between where they are and where we as the customer are. And so it, we feel much more connected to them. We feel like we trust them. We feel like they have our back and like we understand what we're doing. And as entrepreneurs, so often, you know, we are so deep in our craft that we forget where the person is, where I, where our ideal client is that we're helping. Okay. So that's the first disconnect that I want you to be cognizant of. All right. And then the second disconnect that I want you to be cognizant of is where your, what your people actually want versus what you think they want. Because sometimes y'all, that thing that you think they want, like that is not even on their radar. And one of my favorite examples for this is I had a client that we were doing keyword research for her nutrition business. She's a phenomenal um, nutrition dietitian. Um, so good at what she does, but she's speaking like on this, this level about gut cleanse and metabolic, um, you know, increasing your metabolic rate and aging well, and all of these super awesome things that she and I could like jam for hours on. But what her person wants is to know how to drink more water. And we figured that out through market research and through keyword research. She's, she's wanting to do all this stuff about like, you know, full gut cleanses and full body resets and all of this awesome stuff. But people were not searching for that thing. They were searching for how do I drink more water? And so, so often in our messaging, 
because of our failure to dig in and do market research or keyword research. So often in our messaging, there's this giant disconnect with what people actually want versus what we think they want. Now, in the case of that client that we did keyword research for, she, you know, ultimately, yes, she can help them drink more water and then get them on the road to better health and the gut cleanse and all of these things that she's much more excited to do and much more excited to teach. But if she can't snag people with the how to get, how to drink more water type of messaging, then she's never going to get them down the road to the lifelong health goals that she wants to help them with. So that is section number one. Okay. Make sure there are no big disconnects between your market research and your messaging. Okay. Now, step number two is I want to talk about the actual market research. Now, obviously surveys are a thing. They are something that we are going to have to use, especially the more people we want to interview, the more people we want to survey, the bigger market we want to pool. But there is pretty much nothing in my book anyway, that replaces conversation. Now I know you can't probably have a conversation with 500 people at a time, right? Like I get that. But I do think that anytime that you're digging in deep and doing just a deep dive into your market research, you need to take the time to actually talk to the people, like speak to the humans. And I have a few tips for you in this part as well. Like not so much on the survey part, but on the actual conversations with people. And most of the time, if it's somebody that you, that wants to do business with you or has done business with you, they're very willing to just spend five minutes talking about what you could do better or meeting their needs or whatever, right? Like wherever your goal, you're going with this market research campaign, So here's three little tips for the actual market research conversations is one, take the time to get to know somebody. Like this person is more than just a ideal client avatar. Like they are a human with needs and wants and desires and hurts. And they're somebody that is Jesus died for. Like they are a valuable person. So don't treat them just like a number or a box to check off your list. All right. Take a little bit of time to get to know them. Take a little bit of time to get to know their journey. Okay. Take a little bit of time to just connect with them on a human to human level. All right. And tip number two about the actual market research calls is to be personable. Like, please, for the love, don't act like a robot. Don't be the high and mighty, super professional, like uber professional person that nobody can relate to. Yes. I mean, if you don't actually use the word poop in conversation, like I do, (laughs) bless me, then you probably shouldn't use it on these, you know, market research calls, but be personable. People want to talk to somebody that they feel like they can connect with and they feel like they can be vulnerable with without being judged. Okay. And then the number three tip for the actual market research calls here is don't be afraid to ask the awkward questions, right? Like don't be afraid to ask what they're struggling with, where their hangups are, like what keeps them up late at night thinking about X, Y, Z problem that you solve. Um, you know, it's okay to ask like income ranges too. So, you know, your target market, don't be afraid to ask the awkward questions because if you don't ask the awkward questions, then you never get the deep answers (laughs) that, 
you're looking for and not that you're trying to, you know, embarrass anybody, but sometimes you just need to know like, oh, is this something you struggle with? Okay, great. I think I can help you with that. Obviously not right now, but like just to get to know these people and get to know their heart and what they are struggling with. Okay. And then number three section on your paper. All right. Is I want you to filter your market research through keyword research. Okay. And then you're going to use the SEO heavy spots, like the SEO big hitter spots on your website for the keyword rich wording. And you're going to use the feels spots for their verbiage. There are a lot of people who really struggle to differentiate between keyword research, market research, and like conversational market research. Because the fact of the matter is not people don't use the same words when they're typing into Google as the words that are coming out of their mouth and the words that they connect with and that resonate with them as a person. Those are not always the same words. Those are not always the same phrases, but if you can blend the two with SEO friendly words and great keywords and put those keywords in the right places and then take verbiage that really connects with somebody on the heart to heart level and put that in the very um, customer psychology, customer buying behavior centric spots on your website, you're going to have a beautiful blend of a website that not only gets clients, but it attracts and keeps clients once they're to your website. Now, if you were just listening to this, you're like, help me faith. How do I do this? Then obviously I'm on maternity leave, um, and not taking new website copy clients at the moment, but my course, the organic marketing framework will walk you through how to do a lot of this. And then after I'm off maternity leave, if you still want to work together on a one-on-one basis, we can get that booked as well. So run through this breakdown for you just real quick, because I want y'all to make sure that you get this and are really able to take it in and implement it in your business. So three market research tips or giants or steps to get to know your ideal client is number one, make sure there's no disconnects between where you are and where your client is or what they want and what you think they want. Number two, take time to do some personable, personal on the phone market research calls. And number three, filter your marketing research through keyword research and incorporate both of those as well. I actually have an entire episode, episode number 45 on how your market research could be hurting your SEO and the one simple tip to fix it where I break that down a little bit more. Um, other than that, y'all have a great rest of your week and we will talk with you soon. Bye y'all. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. 
and all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.